Greetings. I'm Matt Matthews, one of the pastors here at First Pres in Champaign, and I'm happy to welcome you to our media ministry. Join us in person. We're located at the intersection of Church and State Streets, adjacent to Westside Park in downtown Champaign. Our traditional worship service is at 9 a.m. on Sunday morning, and on most of those Sundays, we offer French translation. Our contemporary services on Sunday begin at 11.15 a.m. When you come to First Pres, what you'll find, what I hope you'll find, is a community of people who support each other and who are passionate about making a difference in our community and beyond. You'll find relevant teaching for children and adults. We have at least a dozen Bible studies in small groups, including pickleball, that's right, pickleball, adult choir, a bell choir for all comers, and other programs and events designed to grow your faith and give you and me opportunities to serve. There's a place for you. I'm glad you tuned in. Our scripture this morning is uh, a smaller part of a larger parable, uh, I have to say a difficult parable from the 16th chapter of Luke. Last week we, we took a look at the middle story of a collection of three about lost things. Uh, a lost sheep, a lost coin, that's the one we looked at, and then the lost son, the prodigal son. The lectionary has us jumping over the story of the prodigal son in favor of this one uh, from the next chapter, chapter 16. Whoever is faithful in small matters will be faithful in large ones. Whoever is dishonest in small matters will be dishonest in large ones. If then you have not been faithful in handling worldly wealth, how can you be trusted with true wealth? And if you have not been faithful with what belongs to someone else, how will, who will give you what belongs to you? No servant can be the slave of two masters. Such a slave will hate one and love the other, or will be loyal to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So this is a parable uh, um, at first glance about money, about who you serve. But that smaller phrase, being faithful in small matters and large matters, is uh, part of Jesus' point. The context is money, how a faithful manager manages. In this parable, the words that came before Jesus talks about a manager who has been a poor manager and he's not managed at all until he hears that the king is coming. And so he quickly tries to manage by selling off and doing the business in a shorthand, fast kind of way. He's not been faithful with big things, but he's trying at the last minute to be faithful. And Jesus then has this saying, those who are faithful in small things will be faithful in large things. Let me ask you a question When's the last time you have done a small thing to help somebody? When's the last time you've done a small thing to help somebody? I'd like to suggest that you don't know the answer to that. You don't know the answer to that because you don't remember small things. I don't remember small things. We're wired to remember the big things. The small things you've done to help other people have been forgotten to you. If you remember them, my hunch is they're kind of big. We value and remember big things. I put 10 kids through college. 
Not really. It just feels like that. I played in the Super Bowl back in 1976. Uh, not really, but you get the idea. Big things, we remember them. We look at big things and we think that they're important. We spend $75 to send somebody roses. That's a big thing. It's a colorful, fragrant, big thing. We're taught to think big. I was at Costco not too long ago, and I don't want to exaggerate, but I was looking for pimento cheese, and I got a container of it. It was really big, maybe 100 gallons large. It was really a big thing. I had, Rachel and I had to pick it up on a, you know, on a wagon, sort of. So I asked an associate. They're called associates there. I asked, do you have this in a smaller size? And I kid you not, he looked at me, and he said, this is Costco. Go big or go home. So we value big things, and there's a sense, like in Costco and Sam's Club, that buying in bulk does save us money if we're able to share it widely. But we don't notice the small things. Our warehouse mindset notices the sequoia or notices the, the forest of sequoias, but we, we may not often don't notice the seeds or the saplings. We send a, a complimentary three-word email to somebody without even thinking about it. But that little thing could be a big gift. No telling how badly that person needed that, that bit of kindness. Three words, three sentences, no big deal. We don't remember it. But it, it may have come at the right time for that person to steady their lives. It's a... In a passing exchange at the mall, we, we are momentarily kind to somebody who really, really, really needed to experience a little bit of human kindness. We don't remember it at all. We don't notice the small things, but that, that small thing is important. We think it's no big deal, except that it is. Small kindnesses matter. They add up. You've heard this story before. I've probably told it before to you. The college professor has this plan to, to teach and to do research and to write important books. But at the end of her career, she's realized she's not done those things. She's taught, for sure, but she's not written the books and she's not done the groundbreaking research. She's been interrupted uh, her, whole, her, her whole career by countless office hours with students. And she's given attention to those interruptions. She's patiently and kindly and really thoroughly listened to those students and helped them, helped them launch their own plans. She's helped tutor them through the tough spots. She's given careful and wise vocational guidance. A million small interruptions followed by a million others was her career. She chides herself in the looking back. She's not done the groundbreaking research and she's not written the books. She's had too many student interruptions. And a colleague reminds her, your students, in fact, were your life's work. That was your contribution both to the academy and to the world. And those interruptions, those pesky interruptions were at the heart of your work. And you handled them so well with such depth, with such kindness, with such love. Forty some odd years of small things have added up. Caringly tending these interruptions. That was your vocation. Small things, they do matter. Even if we forget what they are. 
They matter. We're taught to keep our eyes on the prize. We're taught not to get lost in the weeds. We are. We're taught to major in the majors, not to major in the minors. These are true, true enough things. Uh, this, this may be right. Um, don't let the small things get in the way of the big things, we say. That may be right, and in another context, that might be the focus of this sermon. But that's not the focus of this sermon, not the big things. This week, it's the small things. It's the small things that you aren't even aware you do that matter. It's the way you build others up with a little bit of kindness. That matters. And so does the way you discount others without thinking. That matters, too, in a negative kind of way. These small things, though, these small good things, these kindnesses, these moments of gentleness, they add up. Any coach will tell you that one has to focus on the small things. One has to practice again and again the small stuff. Don't overlook the basics. Jesus says if you're faithful in small things, you'll be faithful in big things. If you can be trusted with small things, then you can be trusted with big things. The small things matter. The tiny mustard seed when nurtured and watered and drenched in sun, will grow into something useful. And we remember that it started small. One time here in this church, I preached on the mustard seed. And I said, you know, I went out to the store to find some mustard seeds to show the children, and I couldn't. And then I got a a note from Jenny Waller, and she said, in Urbana we have mustard seeds. And she sent me a... She sent me a little jar of them. And they really are small things. You ground them up, however, when you cook and you get what? You get a big taste, right? These small things are part of of life and they do matter. The journey begins with the first single step. And that's a cliche. I know it. And so is this. The alcoholic doesn't worry about being sober tomorrow or next year. The alcoholic is only concerned about being sober right now. One minute at a time, one day at a time. These small things are important. They are life-changing, in fact. What's a small thing you've done lately to build somebody up? What's a small thing you've done to make a difference, even a big difference? I suspect you don't remember that you shouldn't even remember. If, it, if you do, maybe it's a big thing. But these small things, these small things are important. Not worth remembering, maybe, but worth doing, worth paying attention to. When faced with that small interruption, it's worth pausing and being in that moment more fully, more fully. God uses our small efforts, our small contributions, and they do matter. Be kind to others. Hold the door open for a stranger. Say hello to the neighbor walking her dog past your driveway. Spend just 60 more seconds listening to your neighbor talk about her day. Give just 6% more of your time caring for your flower beds. It'll make you a better person. I'm not talking about the big stuff today. We know those big things matter too. They do. 
I'm not talking about donating a kidney, though that's important, a small organ, a gigantic donation. That's important. I don't mean to, to say it's not. But I'm suggesting that giving each other truly the time of day is important as well. And it's something that sometimes, because it's a small thing, we think it doesn't matter. But it does. I meant to say that there were three points to this sermon. Um, I meant to say that. But there are. And here they are. Point number one, small things matter. Be faithful in the small things. Point number two, small things matter. Be faithful in the small things. Point number three, Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining this podcast of First Presbyterian Church Champaign. Visit us at our campus at the intersection of Church and State Streets in downtown Champaign. And for more information, visit us online at www.firstpres.church. Have a great week.